الحمد لله الغفور الحميد ذو العرش المجيد فعال لما يريد يهدي بهداه من يريد ويذل من أعرض أن نهجه السديد بين للناس طريق الهدى وحذرهم من دروب الغدى ووعد من أطاع وأوعد من اعتدى ولا يظلم ربك أحدا ولا يظلم ربك أحدا وبعد فالسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Afterwards, inshallah, we are going to proceed with our discussion related to the explanation of the Sunnah from our book of reference, that is Sharh al-Sunnah by Imam al-Birbahari, Abu Muhammad al-Hassan ibn Ali ibn Khalf al-Birbahari, rahimahullah. If you can recall, in our last discussion, the point that we stopped at, the point that we are going to start with, or to begin with in this our today's discussion is that you should know you should know that enjoyment of women that is uh, that is enjoying the woman that is enjoying the private part of women that is a short periodic marriage والاستحلال حرام عند مارد of استحلال حرام إلى القيامة it will continue to be an illegal it will continue to be it will continue to be an illegal marriage up to the قيامة so this is the teachings of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this is the sunnah that the marriage of muta'ah that is a short periodic marriage whether for one hour whether for, uh, for a minute or for a week or for a month this is not part of the sunnah it was already forbidden according to some of the mu'arikin that is after fatihu makkah some they said before fatihu makkah allahul musta'an some they said that, that is after sulhul hudaybiyyah allahul musta'an so muhalli shahid is that the marriage of muta'a was forbidden and it is a kind of illegal marriage up to the qiyamah and likewise the marriage of istihlal what is the marriage of istihlal as we know according to the sunnah from the creed of the sahaba and from the creed of the rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they are three stages of talaq or the, the time of talaq or the numbers of talaq are three so momentarily if a husband divorce his wife three times consecutively so the woman would become illegal for him to have any kind of sexual relationship with her or the marriage become invalidated one unless if she move further to marry another person so when the second person divorce her then she is legal for the first husband to remarry her again to marry her again that's how it is. It happened during the lifetime of the Rasul وسلم. A woman went to the Rasul وسلم. She came to the Rasul وسلم. And she said to the Rasul وسلم, Ya Rasulullah, I was divorced three times consecutively or something similar to that. So the Rasul وسلم, وسلم, recommended her to marry the second person. 
And when she consummated the second marriage, momentarily she got divorced. She returned back to the Rasulullah But it happened that the second person divorced her without any kind of sexual relationship, without sexual intercourse. So the Rasulullah said no. Until you test his honey, until he tests your honey. So meaning until an intimacy, intimacy happened, until sexual intercourse happened, then that, that would be a valid marriage. So zawajul istihlal is that when the first husband divorced his wife three times consecutively, she become illegal for him according to Islam. Then if he is a smart person, then he would get another person, whether his brother, any of his friends, or any anyone, he would sponsor him to marry that his wife, that his previous wife, in order for him to divorce her after the marriage. So this is totally illegal as far as Islam is concerned. According to the teachings of Islam, the word al-istihlal is haram. That is. And there is another form of marriage which the Rasulullah consider as an invalid unless if there would be dowry between that is the, the marriage that is for two friends to marry that is uh, each other's daughter each other's that is daughter the first person to marry his friend daughter and the second one also to marry the first person daughter without any dowry that is totally invalid unless if there is salah you have a friend he has a daughter you have also a daughter so you can exchange so the exchange would be a valid one if there is salak if there is dori but if there is no any salak as just mere exchange then it is totally invalid it is forbidden the hadith, of, uh, the hadith is uh, that is also an, uh, an authentic hadith if you go back to sahih al-bukhari and sahih muslim you would see that hadith and that of musnad imam ahmad and that of sahih ibn hibban allahul musta'an let's move further wa'arif libani hashima fadlahum Maul Barbahari mentioned, Wa'rif libani Hashim fadlahum. You should know the value of Banu Hashim. Who are Banu Hashim? The Banu Hashim are the family ties of the Rasulullah. Banu Hashim are the family of the Rasulullah because Hashim was the second grandfather of the Rasulullah. Because the Rasulullah was Muhammad bin Abdullah bin Abdul Muttalib bin Hashim. Hashim was the father of Abdul Muttalib. So all the family that come from Hashim, they are considered as Banu Hashim. There was also, or there is also Banu Adi, whom they are termed today as, that is, uh, that are Adawiyin. So, so person, a person named Al-Adawi. Or a so-so woman, Al-Adawiyya. So they are linking from they are linking towards that is the Banu Adi. And one among the prominent persons from Banu Adi was Umar ibn al-Khattab. And likewise, Umar ibn al-Khattab was related to the Rasulullah from the family tree also. If you go back to the family tree,
so I'm sorry let's proceed so as for Banu Ali they are also among the prominent family families within the Quraysh but Banu, Banu Hashim were the family of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam there are some of the recommendations that they are to be given beside other families we should know their virtues, their merit لِقِرَابَتِهِمْ لِرَسُولِ اللَّهِ Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam due to their closeness due to their relation with the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وَتَعْرِفْ فَضْلَهُمْ وَتَعْرِفْ فَضْلَ قُرَيْشٍ and you should know the merit of Quraysh the value of Quraysh the position of Quraysh والعرب and also the position of Arab because the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was from that is the Arab for the Arab are very that is are important individuals they are very important that is are they are among the most important ethnic group on even that is the most important the Arabs are the best Wallahu al-Musta'an as far as the Rasulullah was sent within the Arab even the Quran was revealed in Arabic language that is as far as Islam is concerned وَجَمِيلِ الْأَفْقَادِ وَجَمِيلِ الْأَفْقَادِ and the entire progenies and the entire honorable progenies the entire honorable descendants فَعْرِفْ أَدْرَهُمْ you should know their values you should know their position their merits وَحَقِّهِمْ and their rights we know as far as the leadership is concerned they have their own values there is something that they are to be given beside others في الإسلام that is as far as Islam is concerned so within Islam there are some of the issues that you should know you should know the value of so-so persons even today we have that is the Hashemite the Hashemite are from Banu Hashem we have the Adawiyin Adawiyin from Banu Adi Allah Al-Bistad wa mawla al-qawmi minhum and even you should know the position of the servant of those people the position of the slaves within that is the Banu Hashim the Arab the Quraysh they have also that is their respects wa ta'rif lisa'iri nasi haqqahum fil Islam and you should know also you should know the right of other people in Islam beside the Arab beside the Quraysh beside Banu Hashim Beside the Mawali of Banu Hashim and the Quraysh, other people from different ethnic groups, from different ethnic background, from different tribes, from different races, you should know their merits, you should know their values. You should give everyone his rights. Islam did not come to tarnish someone's right, but rather Islam come to, to maintain the human right. That's what it was reported from the statement of someone among the righteous predecessors he said جئنا لنخرج العباد من عبادة العباد إلى عبادة رب العباد he said جئنا we arrive we imagine لنخرج العباد for us to remove the servant من عبادة العباد from the worshiping of servant from the worshiping of slaves إلى عبادة رب العباد for the that is our for their, that is our labor to be in worshipping the maker, the Lord of the servants. So, Islam did not violate the human right, but rather Islam confirmed, maintained, and explained even the human right. So that it. You should know the right of everyone, the human right of every ethnic group, every races, without any, ex that is extinction.
without any extension. So at the top level, Banu Hashim, Quraysh, Arab, and the entire humans, you should know their, their rights as far as Islam is concerned. So there is no fadl as how the Rasulullah mentioned. There is no difference between an Arab and non-Arab. Ya ayyuhannasu inna khalaqanakum min zakarin wa unsa. Allah said in the Quran, O you mankind, we have created you from males and females. Waja'annakum shi'uba. And we make you in different locations, in different localities, different places, different countries. Waqaba'il. And we, we made you from different qaba'il, ethnic background, ethnic group, ethnic that is tribes for you to know how to communicate for you to know each other for you to understand each other for you to know how to interact how to live for example but the best among you the best among you in the sight of Allah the most pious so there is no racism as far as Islam is concerned. The white, the black, the Arab and the non-Arab, everyone is the same in the sight of Allah. Because all the humans came from Adam. So there is no any extinction. The rest among the humans is the one that established his connectivity with his maker. He obeyed his maker. He worshiped the Almighty. David. Without any positioning. The higher class, the lower class, the higher, the higher valuable individuals, the lesser, but there is no class, no caste in the sight of Allah. Allah consider just your taqwa. He just want the taqwa, the fierceness from you. That's what the Almighty wants. Not any other thing, but to worship Him, to maintain the fierceness. That's it. And that's how Islam is. Ta'rif al-Ansar. You should know the merit of Ansar, the value of Ansar, the people of Medina. Those are some of the examples of the verses from the Quran, Surah Tawbah, different places in the Quran. Allah is emphasizing towards the value of Ansar, the people of Medina. They were the individuals that they win, they win to take the Rasulullah back to their place after the Fatih Makkah. The Rasulullah went back victorious. He, after the conquest of Mecca, he returned back to his hometown, his birthplace. But the Ansar went together with the Rasulullah back to the city of Medina. The Rasulullah had chosen to go with the Ansar, to stay in Medina. This is showing the value because they are individu good individuals. They are qualified, they are competent individuals to have that is the living of the Rasulullah within their community. Even though Medina was a diverse community, people from different backgrounds, from different religions, from different point of view, from different ethnic backgrounds, Yehud, Nasara, 
Arab non Arab dah 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 ademiin. Everyone is there in the city of Medina. But the conditions within, the conditions there in, in the city of Medina differs with the condition of of our today's living. Our livelihood today is somehow controversial because there are a lot of races. There are a lot of people who, who engage in xenophobia. So Allah is No racism, no xenophobia, Islamophobia, or whatsoever they call it. Everyone is having his right. Yes, indeed, we are not the same. We differ from the color, skin color, uh, the race. But according to the side of Allah, according to this religion, everyone is, that is, are equal. Everyone is equal to everyone. No any extinction in the sight of Allah. What will differ us is the fierceness, the Iman is the one that will differ us. And based on the level. And as for Iman, Yazid wa Yankus. وسيئة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فيهم and the testamental will of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم regarding the Ansar وآل الرسول فلا تنساهم وآل الرسول فلا تنساهم and regarding the family of the Rasul do not forget about them the family of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم تعرف فضلهم you should know their merit like the wives of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم وجيرانه and likewise his neighbors the neighbors of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم من أهل المدينة from the inhabitants of Medina from the people of Medina from the population of Medina فأعرف فضلهم you should know their value you should know their value their merit their position as far as humanity is concerned as far as Islam is concerned وألم رحمك الله you should know me Allah have mercy on you أن أهل العلم لم يزالوا يردون قول الجحمية. That the people of knowledge continue to reject, continue to refute, continue to that is ah, oppose the statement of جحمية, the opinion of جحمية, the ideology of جحمايد. حتى كان في خلافة بني فلان. Until when it arrived to the regime of the children of so-so individual. Here Imam al-Barbahani did not mention that particular person but we know him and we know whom he referred towards. Even though he did not criticize, he did not criticize their father because their father was a Sahabi. He was among the greatest, greatest Sahabi, if not among even the people of Jannah. As how some of the ahadith of the Rasulullah testified upon that particular individual. So even though there were some of the issues during their regime, of some of the bid'ah that came from the, that is the regime of his children, of, of his family. So, but they are not to be cursed. And maybe it might be from what Allah SWT has already predestined that there would be emergence of bid'ah during their time, emergence of some of the problems and the shirikiyat, and they don't have the power to tackle that. So, maybe it was from as how the Rasul also confirmed. As how the Rasul prophesied Many things the Rasul prophesied And some of the prophecies happened during the Khilafat or the, during the regime of those individuals 
Allah al-Musta'an. And that's why even from the statement of some of the five predecessors like Sheikh al-Islam, he said, لا نحبهم ولا نصبهم Even though we, dis- we, we dislike them, we don't like them, we did not, that is, we, lo- we, love them, uh, we love them not, we love them not, we dislike them, even though we dislike them, لكن لا نصبهم But we will not curse them, we will not insult them. He said, لا نصبهم, لا نصبهم ولا لا نصب لا نحبهم ولا نصبهم. Even though we dislike them, we dislike them, we dislike them, but we will not curse them. We will not insult them. So, saying the word of insult, criticism, unnecessary criticism, using abusive words, is not the behavior of a believer. So even in what had happened during the regime of those individuals, the past predecessors, the righteous predecessors, they did not criticize them in order to maintain one of the usul, as we know, as part of the usul of this religion, part of the basic teaching of this religion and the fundamental, fundamental teachings of Islam is that you are not to criticize the leaders publicly. If you want to make a correction or you want to advise or admonish a leader, do it privately. There is a wisdom regarding that with respect to the condition of the community, the society, and also in order to maintain the value of leadership. So due to the time limitation, we would stop uh, uh, in this point, and we would proceed and we would digest this issue related to the statement of Imam al-Durbahari regarding the Jahmite, the people of people like, uh, that is, uh, Jahmud Safwan, and people, that is, uh, like those that came after Jahmu bin Safwan, like the Mu'tazilite, for example, that is the Mu'tazila. People like Sumabat bin Ashraf al-Numayri, that is Sumabat bin Ashraf al-Mu'tazili. People like Ibn Du'ad, people like Bishr al-Mirisi, people like Hisham al-Fu'i. All those kind of deviant, we would get to discuss much more regarding their bid'ah, their innovation. So we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward us in this our short discussion. And we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to erase, to erase any kind of mistake or any kind of erotic statement that came within this our discussion. I think we would stop here. Wa akiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa subhanaka Allahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.